hey, you know what to do, you're grown, you know what's right. 19, 16, I, don't, I never know exactly what those mean, but we're somewhere in that ballpark. It's one o'clock in the afternoon in Auburn, Alabama, and this place was lit. Do you want to make a podcast? Well, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money as well. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and literally everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it is totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it's been so easy to get the show out to y'all, and I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the College Loop Podcast in a only one cam for the first time ever. I'm also joined here today by Harrison Tarr yet again at by Harrison Tarr on Twitter. Say that before and after the show. <laughs> As always. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Locke can't be with us. He is enjoying his birthday. So big happy birthday to Daniel. I guess it's coming out the day after his birthday, but big happy birthday to the kid. Yeah, he's a the big 2 0 today. Big 2 0. That's so. something me and Tarr are very familiar with at this point. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Recording today, coming up tomorrow. So yesterday, Auburn just beat South Carolina in a game where Janai Broom popped off at 27 points, 11 rebounds for another double-double, something we haven't seen in a couple of games. Yeah, welcome back, Janai, uh, after a, what was it, a four-point performance um, on, on Wednesday? Uh, it was six. Six-point performance. And uh, then for the last game. Yeah, before the last game. So 10 combined points in the past two games, uh, dropping 27, and and really just showing that he's he's dominant. Um especially against inferior opponents. I don't want to talk down too hard on USC, but I mean, it is what it is. This is a great, great opportunity to go win on the road, get back-to-back road wins uh, for the Tigers. Um, so be taking down LSU and in, in, in South Carolina. Sure, you're feeding off the bottom feeders of the SEC, but you still want to capitalize when you get that opportunity. Uh, so very, very big opportunity for the Tigers. Yeah. And you talk about Janai Broom, just a comeback game for him. Uh, the set, there's two players on the stand that got, two, that got a double-double. Uh, Wendell Green also got one. And I know you were talking about that for a little bit because Wendell Green got 16 points. And instead of getting rebounds, he got assists and got 12 assists tonight or today, yesterday. I, I want to talk for a quick second here. And I, and I had this on the run, the rundown, Dylan. Um, I, I feel like I'm copying and pasting this uh, episode to episode now. But Wendell Green Jr.'s impact when he's on the floor is remarkable. Um, his progression from 2021 to 2022 and then the – them that season, I would rather to the 2022 23 season, it is truly it really impressive. His shot selection is better. His ability to facilitate, I don't know that anyone facilitates the ball better, not only in the SEC, but in the country. Um, he dropped some absolute dimes today. The baseball pass to Alan Flanagan was nothing short of, of remarkable. And uh, I talked to, uh, to a buddy that I watched the game with, uh, Mr. Ethan Hemker, who's actually just right off the camera right now, hanging out and listening to the, the college loop live. I, I, I turned to look to, to Ethan during the, during the game and said, you don't think Wendell and, and Janai have been in the, in the gym together at all, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems so, because, I mean, they both popped off today. And uh, another player that popped off, uh, Jalen Williams, got another 12 points, uh, added on to his uh, with a steal and another assist and six rebounds for Mr. Jalen Williams. You know, we were talking tonight uh, with Jacob Hillman of uh, the Auburn Radio Network, or Auburn Sports Network, rather, uh, about the impact of of Jalen Williams and and, and his consistency uh, for, for the Tigers to, the, to this point this year. 
And uh, he, he noted that tonight was like an off night for Jalen Williams. And the fact that we're talking about an off night being a 12 point performance, that's huge um, for, for Auburn. Now, if they could get all the pieces together at the right time, I think this team could be dangerous down the stretch. Um, but th- let's, 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 let's face the facts here, Dylan. And we'll talk about this here in a second. Tigers got a gauntlet of a schedule ahead of them. Oh yeah. With, uh, let's see both Bama games, uh, both Tennessee games. And don't uh, let the graphic on the score bug today lie to you during the game. They said that Auburn plays Arkansas twice going forward. Um, they don't play them again. We are done with Arkansas. Yeah, Auburn is done, done with Arkansas. Arkansas. And Tennessee is also spelled with two N's, not one. Um, so ESPN is really getting after it today. Uh, I was I was ready for the University of Auburn War Eagle comment. Um, <laughs> but uh, this, is, this is a great red win. Um, you know, there were a couple of opportunities where Auburn blew the, the lead wide open and then just sat there and tried to let USC get back in the game, which has been kind of the MO of this team to, mm-hmm. to this point. Uh, but ultimately... The you know Auburn was able to 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 push that lead back open, make it nearly a twenty point victory, uh, and uh, I I was content. Um, if I'm an Auburn fan, I would be content with, with where this team's at. If you remember to keep your foot on the freaking gas, and we say it every episode. And another thing to talk about them. That's probably the worst uh, three point shooting we've seen in about three games. Uh, three of three of seventeen from the three with. Johan Trejor hitting two of those actually eight uh, points for Johan. How what a nice little segue into our next point, right? Yeah. <laughs> we I, I really was ready to really excited about talking about Johan Trejor. Um, what a breakout game for him uh, in the SEC. Uh, only only recorded ten minutes tonight, but knocking down two of his five three pointers um, and, and and walking away with, with eight points. There's an element in this game, uh, Dylan, that is seeing the ball go through the rim. And and God knows Johan was suffering from a severe case of not seeing the ball go through the round. He was uh, tonight or this afternoon, rather. Uh, you you got to see, or I guess not when this comes out, yesterday afternoon. Uh, you got to see glimpses of what we think Johan Treor could be in, in twenty twenty three to twenty twenty four. And 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 I'm telling you, Dylan, if if this comes along and this team winds up clicking on the right time, and you know it's all about timing in the SEC and the NCAA tournament and the SEC tournament for that matter. If this team all comes together and you have Alan Flanagan, Janai Broom, Wendell Green Jr. and, and Johan Traor can choose to step step up and Jalen Williams plays to the capacity that we know he can and Dylan Carwell plays to the capacity he can. Don't I think this team's ceiling is a whole lot higher than we thought it was. Oh, you aren't lying, sir. Uh, I think this team, but the only thing wrong with this team, there's a lot, there's a list probably. Oh, there's a laundry list. You mentioned it all the time. They just refuse to keep their foot on that gas pedal. They have their foot on their opponent's throat every game, and they just ease up on the pressure. Yeah, they refuse to step, just put the pressure down. And uh, just another player we're talking about, uh, Alan Flanagan, uh, one of the first, not his best scoring night that he's had. No. Past you, but he did put up 10 rebounds, almost a double-double as well. He just did put down one more. Says, uh, yeah, one of his buckets. He went three for three for seven from the field, uh, of two for the three point line, but yeah, pretty good three, uh, free throw shooting night minus from the starting, uh, five at least. But yeah, how tremendous is it? And we've talked about this a handful of times. The the return and resurgence of Alan Flanagan is remarkable. Um, I, I am ready to say, like I said last episode, I'm ready to say he's back. Um, at, at least back to maybe not 2020 COVID year point guard Alan Flanagan. But I, I think he's he's back to being a very solid contributing member to this team and, and one of the premier players um, to, to this team. This team's not very good at scoring, Dylan. They're not good on the offensive end. They're not elite on the offensive end. They, they could outscore a lot of teams. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. 
their strengths on the defensive side and and the only good point that the ESPN broadcast made of of literally anything they said today because it was it was I would say quite atrocious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ESPN broadcast brought up this great point that you need to score more points than your opponent, which that's a crazy concept to me. I've heard that's how you win games if you score more. Rumor points. has it most of the time if you if you outscore your opponent, you win all the time most of the time. Uh, so, <laughs> but you you know you know what I mean. This team's got to click offensively. And 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 they can't keep relying on their defense in that stretch where they were just fending off South Carolina and 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 really looked like they never practiced against the one three one zone. And I mean, damn it, you played against it in, against Ole Miss and Oxford. Well, at some point they were just guard. Only had to worry about one guy on South Carolina, Mr. Gregory Jackson the second. That guy's a pro. I mean, it's that simple. Thirty points from him. I think that's another. It's like the third or fourth game in a row where the other team's forward was like the leading scorer by a lot. Which is shocking because going into every matchup, we always say. Watch for the guard play. And what has gotten better this year, Dylan? The guard play. The guard play. <laughs> which, which is, is really encouraging again. And I got into a fun conversation. And uh, hopefully we can have this on, on maybe maybe a Sunday, maybe probably not a Sunday episode, but a Tuesday episode. If there's like a Thursday game for men's hoops, we'll have to look down the schedule. I'd really like to talk about what the future of Auburn's guard uh, backcourt looks like. Um, but for now, you've got to assume the the – Bruce Pearl's very happy with with the the uptick in in, in obviously Wendell Green Jr. Uh, Trey Donaldson providing meaningful minutes minutes off the board off the bench rather than off the boards <laughs> the boards would be Eugen Ibram thank you hello uh, but Zeb Jasper recording valuable minutes off the bench uh, Katie Johnson is not as bad as he was at the beginning of the year um, I think he's just a, a sub average player which I mean there's a ton of those that are diamond I, th- I feel like Katie Johnson has stepped up more defensively than he has I, I think a step back he, one step back for offense two steps forward for defense. I would say he took two steps forward in both departments and now he's taken, he's at net zero for defense and he's still at net one for offense. Um, Cause sometimes he gets going downhill and doesn't understand. He's just kicked the ball out, but um, he's not one of green junior. He's never been the kind to kick the ball out while driving. In. Not much and of a, usually put the ball, put it in like you're holding a football. Yep. And just go to the basket. All security job security, right? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, going forward, Dylan and, and, and Daniel touched on this last, the last, last time we talked men's hoops. I think that when you look down the stretch, I mean Auburn's schedule it, it doesn't get doesn't get easier. You get Texas A and M, who they've been holding their own. They lost at Rupp Arena on Saturday, um, which was actually Auburn fans. It's good news for you. Uh, it makes it much more congested for that second spot uh, in in the SEC. And theoretically, everyone controls their own destiny, right? But Auburn doesn't need a ton of help. Uh, so, so you're you're sitting there at, at a one loss conference team playing another one loss conference team. That's a that's a big win. You get to be back in Auburn Arena for that. Then you're going to take on the uh, the Big Twelve Challenge, taking on West Virginia. In Morgantown. In Morgantown, which, I mean, that road game, that's not qu- not quite a quad one win because they've been struggling. Probably going to be a quad two win. But it's time to start counting your your, your chickens in terms of NCAA seeding. You've got the opportunity to beat Georgia. That's going to be a quad two win. Uh, you're going to play Tennessee once in, one and one, home and home. If you win your home games, you're in great shape. Uh, you've got to win on the road uh, at a handful of places, but you don't have to win on the road at Alabama. You don't have to win on the road at Tennessee. It helps a lot if you do. Uh, but if you take care of your home games, I think you're in good shape. Dylan, what's the ceiling right now, man? Ooh, the ceiling right now is I, – I mean, I think beating both Tennessee and Bama at home, and then if you beat, I think, Kentucky, winning those two home games at Kentucky is a ceiling. Those are the those are the three most important games that left on the schedule. I mean, road games are important. Don't get me wrong. They're huge, and you want to win your other road games for sure. Uh, third word you want to win out uh, rumor has it you want to win every single game uh you've got an opportunity to win win away at vanderbilt um you've got an opportunity to 
uh, go through and uh, you've got Ole Miss, at home, Ole Miss at and home, Kentucky away, and Kentucky away. You've got you've got a slate of away games, um, but you've done your job this year, um, thus far. <laughs> excuse me, thus far done your job. I mean, they're unde- undefeated on the road in the conference, correct? No, excuse me, one loss because I was at Georgia and Athens. Excuse me, undefeated on the road, and we have the longest home winning streak as of yesterday. As of yesterday, uh, Friday, ago, Friday, Friday night, uh, because uh, Gonzaga is fraudulent. Gonzaga lost to a high school team. They, they, as they do so often. Not, they, I'm kidding. But uh, I think the ceiling right now. I think you're looking at a six seed, um, a six or seven seed team right now. If you split those Tennessee and Alabama games, I think you could be a five seed. Um, and, and you got to make a little noise in the SEC tournament. It's not a one seed team, guys. It's not a two seed. It's probably not a three seed. Um, if you if you went out, you're a four seed. No, you're probably you're probably a three seed if you went out. But hope for the five seed. I've uh, I've heard where that Auburn had one of their best seasons in the five seed. Yeah, did they have Jared? <laughs> Rumor had it that we got Jared. I, and I, uh, I believe uh, Chuma Okiki. And that guy Bryce Brown who shot the thing from way downtown. All right, do you want to jump over to women's hoops first, or do you want to jump over to Jim? Uh, just uh, before we just mention the fact that Auburn comes back to play on Wednesday, we will have a preview show come out for that. Right, uh, they play Texas A&M at home. So keep that streak alive. It's a and that's a big one. You yeah. you don't want to lose your your home winning streak for one, but more importantly, you got bigger fish to fry than the winning streak right now, guys. Um, you, you want to want to take care of business in the conference. It's congested in this conference, um, kind of like I'm congested right now. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> excuse me, but it, it, it's a tight race. I think it's Alabama, Tennessee, huge gap. Everyone else. Yes, but, but if you look at the standings. Auburn second. Tennessee's not unbeatable. Uh, we we've seen it happen. I mean, Kentucky beat them. And 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 in kind of a big way, so um, I think Tennessee's beatable. I don't know about Alabama. We'll we'll talk about that when we get closer. Uh, and like you said, we will have a preview show on Thursday. Right now, we got a little bit of a preview show for Auburn women's hoops, uh, which is going to be this afternoon. The show comes out in the morning. This game will take place at 5 p.m. for you folks on the East Coast, 4 p.m. for you guys in Central Time, and three if you're in Mountain Time, just for fun. And against 14 and three, Ole Miss, uh, 16, 16 and, and three. three. Jesus, I have not updated my five and one in the conference. And your Auburn Tigers are ten and eight, and zero of six for the conference, which is uh, not great. Third uh, quarter, do you want to win a conference game at least once? I don't want to echo what, what Daniel says every single show because I want to steal his thunder. But uh, Auburn strength is getting it inside, uh, getting the ball inside, and I did not do that very well against Ole Miss in the first place. I don't have any reason to believe that they will do so now. Uh, I talked to Hillman about this again today. Jacob Hillman and I had an opportunity to really talk, and and and, and Dylan as well, obviously. Um, a lot of things Auburn talking ball as 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 you know as as, as we do quite often even when we're not on the air, but uh, we we had the opportunity to talk to talk about this uh, about women's hoops. I think that if you put your finger on the pulse of this Auburn women's basketball team, uh, and, and you really kind of dissect where where things are going wrong right now, I don't know that there you can pinpoint anything in, individually. Uh, I don't think it starts with coaching. I really don't. Uh, I just I don't know that this team has the talent that we might have thought it did, or if this talent's just not developed enough. Uh, Coach Jay runs a pretty intricate defensive set. Her offensive mentality is uh, is fluent and, and it ebbs and flows, right? Uh, mm-hmm. With with the season, and, and I'm not entirely sure that this group gets it yet, and they're young. Uh, not to mention the injuries. I don't I don't need to start there, because I think I think we all know that, Dylan. But uh, I'm I'd be floored with a win this afternoon. On uh, at Neville Arena, obviously I'll be there in person covering for Sports Illustrated. So make sure to follow along for live updates. Shameless plug, but 
Uh, I, I don't have any reason to think that course correction is going to happen anytime soon. And, and the schedule is, is just not favorable. It's not forgiving in the slightest. <laughs> you get Tennessee still left. Um, you get, I believe, LSU a second time. Uh, just run through. You get Kentucky next. Florida uh, at, so at Kentucky, then home for Florida. Uh, home for Arkey. Home for South Carolina. Uh, away, Bama. Home for A&M. Away for Tennessee away for Georgia, and wrap it up with a home game against Vanderbilt. And unfortunately, I, I think I only see one win on that schedule, and I think it's Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, and That's the that's a, a case for a lot of sports. Yeah, Vanderbilt, that actually. is the case for quite a few of the sports for Vanderbilt. But, you know, uh, you throw in maybe an upset here, upset there. Uh, this team will get better. This team will progress. And uh, as we spoke, I think we all kind of believe that, that Coach Jay is the answer. She's not on the hot seat. I, she might think she is. And, and uh, Jacob Hillman seems to think that she might be a little concerned about that. Uh, it took a long time to co- fire Coach Flournoy. So I don't think the Harris is on her way out anytime soon. Yeah, I think we still got another, I think you said four years like the buffer period. I think four years buffer easy. I, you just have a bigger a bigger window with, uh, with women's hoops because it's so tough to recruit. Uh, it's it's a tough sport to recruit, and not everyone can be Don Staley. And yeah. you're in the SEC, and the SEC kind of reigns supreme in a lot of sports. Well, you're also competing against the Don Staley's, the Kim Mulkey's of the world, um, and there's this girl named Aaliyah Boston. Uh, I've heard she's good. And it's at USC, who uh, who could probably win games by herself. Yeah, you are not lying. But to kind of shift over from the preview to a review of a gymnastics meet that happened a few days ago, actually, on a was it Friday as well? It was Friday night, yes. Friday as well. Uh, the first gym meet that my girlfriend ever went to. And Auburn's home opener this year. It just happened to go hand in hand. And Auburn's home opener. Uh, and a meet that was electric. Yeah, atmosphere is awesome. There since the word. And there was a lot of 10s left off the board. From a specific judge that we've seen a couple of times. I, I think Arkansas got robbed once too, so I'm really not going to harp on it too much. I mean, I've heard that four is greater than one. Auburn's robbed four times of a 10. Okay. Put out there. Whatever you say. Just saying it. I saw a couple of tens. Yeah. Quadruple amount. And, and your professional opinion? Uh, I've been told that I'm a gymnastics expert. I don't know who told you that, but uh, I'd like I to. I told myself in the mirror. Ah, there we go. That makes but yeah, sense. Auburn won 197.5. To 196.575. Right. Uh, which is uh kind of a blowout. <laughs> which is think funny. of it like a uh a 28 to 3, if you will. Let me talk about and and, and before we when, when we get out of this on our way out of the show, we're gonna do the Auburn Twitter moment of the weekend. Let me talk about honorable mention. Pablo Escobarner tweeted um his deep fried meme about the gymnastics team beating Arkansas, which objectively hilarious. Uh and someone from Arkansas said, and this is a real tweet, I haven't even said this to you, I'm getting your live reaction. Bro, you didn't even beat us by a full point. Bro. You ever watch gymnastics like a, once? A loss is a loss. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm, uh, almost losing by a full point is a blowout. Like, which is which is hard to wrap your brain around. Uh from from a dissecting this this meat standpoint. Uh, obviously energy was there. It's exciting to be back in Nev at the Nev. Um, I mean, Grave has just done a phenomenal job with this team. Uh there are next to no weaknesses i mean it's it's hard to do that when you have an olympic all-around gold medalist but when you look at how deep this team gets uh everyone knows how talented sophia groth is everyone knows that darion groveborn is the queen on the floor um and you and i were talking about olivia hollingsworth really impressed us yes um and 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 her i think she did the all competing the all-around um and she didn't compete in one event i believe it was beam but i think she did compete in beam i have to double check in front of me uh she impressed us a lot she's only a junior um and she's the last uh, year that she'd have their COVID year 
so that that's that's encouragement uh, on, on that front. And and obviously, I think she has a red shirt. So there's there's neither here nor that there. Uh, Dylan, there's just there's not a downside to this team other than the fact that they they might get outscored every every now and again. Yeah, what can you do? And uh, I mean, I think the big highlight of the of the evening was Garen Goborn's last full routine. Walking her interest on to her floor. Well, team. before that, oh. her family. Oh, electric. her brother, her brothers and her dad. Electric had their own choreographed dance routine in the stands. It was it, it literally brought the entire house down. Exactly, which led into "God Save the Queen," the opening act for Darion's full routine. And it's so fitting uh, for those of you watching the 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 video stream. Darion Goborn, if you're not familiar, her her signature. She walks out and she does the she crowns herself. And at the end of a lot of her routines, not this year, her floor routine does not have a, a crown at the end. It has it in the middle. Um, but her it's part of her routine. It has been her signature for years. Um, her walking out to God Save the Queen was nothing short of badass. Um, and, and the crowd went nuts. Uh, as they should have. I, I, I personally thought that that routine itself did not, not just the, the hype and energy. Um, I mean, she hit every, every single one of her tumbling passes. Uh, I thought, I thought she made a 10, but you know, who's, who am I to judge? Apparently one judge agrees with me. Another one disagreed. But that was the uh, key for the evening was uh, one agreed and one was always wrong. Uh, but, uh, another key thing about this meet was the fact that Suni Lee, and I, she wasn't even who we let up with, let off with, and she's a, the Olympian. Of the <laughs> Olympic all around gold medalist. <laughs> But yeah, she had two nine nine seven fives on the evening. Ridiculous. Um, There's probably a question to do on a Tuesday show, but is Suni Lee probably not better than Bo? Is she a top two athlete that Auburn University has ever seen? So I'm going to leave that as a little teaser because uh, I don't I don't want to give up our answers right now. But I think it's a great question. Um, and you and I discussed this a little bit. Maybe we should bring Hillman on on, on for that one because um, he had some really good thought insight on that and some, and some good thoughts. I'm telling you, folks, uh, if you're if you're listening at home, we are losers because all we do is sit around and talk Auburn ball. Uh, we get off the the uh, off of our, this job right here. If you want to call it a job, it's more fun for us. But when we get off and, and, and get finished doing this, and then when we sit around and talk Auburn ball, uh, but uh, I I think there's a discussion there, Dylan. Um, it, you and I mentioned this. Uh, I, I think I turned to you after her after her beam routine, um, and and Dad Noah did it after her bars routine. It is just ridiculous how easy she makes gymnastics look, and while she's simultaneously throwing stuff that's quite literally never been done in college gymnastics before. Yeah, a lot of things she does like scares me. Oh, I'm just I'm just imagining myself spinning around on the bar once. Yeah, well, I would love to see you try that. Well, here's the thing: if I land, there's not a good like fact or chance that i'm gonna be able to get up on my own feet mm. so i think if i try i think if i try like the vault or the bars i think an ambulance should be on standby oh without a doubt and on the floor like all i would do is like the worm like which a, maybe saw, a cartwheel. which we saw we yeah saw we did worm. see the worm which was electric electric saw. yeah that routine that was the one i was talking about should have been a 10 yeah she was pretty much perfect um I mean, from from an overall standpoint, uh, this is going to be one of the most fun springs that that Auburn has seen since well, twenty twenty two. But uh, it it really is going to be an an incredible spring. 
that is that just for gymnastics or that adding in the fact with basketball and baseball coming up and softball coming basketball up? baseball and softball you throw those in uh, i mean uh, we're we're getting there but getting getting to those other sports but taking some inject problems. auburn athletics into my veins right now it's it's setting up for an exciting spring and 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 in terms of the gymnastics uh sky's the limit for this team i mean this team is going to be a national championship contender expect a uh, another banner to be hung oh. but hopefully this banner gets uh, straightened out. That's right. They, <laughs> it's a little crooked right now. The banner's a little crooked. They did not fix it the entire time. So every time I looked over to Tar, who was on my right, who, weird enough, somehow I That's awesome. Right. Yep, on your right right now. Yep. I just look over, and I'm like, that banner's still crooked. And he goes, I need you to stop. <laughs> yeah, my OCD was not having fun with that. Every time Dylan pointed out, I, I would have forgotten about it. Dylan, you ready to slide over to our... I think we forgot to mention one thing. I'm listening. Yesterday. The day we recorded was the year anniversary ah. of a night that we shared together outside of Neville Arena in the freezing 24 cold, degrees. 24 degrees. Mm. You were out there for longer than I was, but I also had to work. Thank you for including that. Yeah, but I felt like we were out there for years. We were. It took years <laughs> off my life. So happy one year anniversary of Pearlville to those who celebrate. Uh, Dylan and I. I think I think maybe we'll we'll record um, a reflection at the beginning of this week. Like maybe we can record that Monday and just put it out Monday. Yeah. Um, of our detailed story because I don't want to I don't want to clip it in too much with this this episode. Um, but actually, it's worth mentioning. It is absolutely worth mentioning uh, that a year ago, uh, on the day of the recording, and a year ago, a year ago to the day of this release, um, was the Kentucky game. Uh, what a what an experience! What a real turnout for uh for auburn men's basketball and if that's not a testament of uh, how absurd auburn students are i don't know what i still have flashbacks for night. i uh, i can't listen to Freebird the same anymore <laughs> i so, can still smell it that's a good transition um auburn basketball fans being maniacs to auburn twitter auburn twitter so yeah, very fun place we're introducing a new segment here called uh, the college loops weekly auburn twitter moment of the week something to that effect i'm not exactly sure i said week twice so we're gonna have to workshop that but right now the uh the auburn twitter moment of the week auburn twitter of the moment uh, moment of the week presented by the college loop um it's pretty easy yeah javon clearly is an idiot idiot well if you want to find him and uh make fun of him for doing it he has uh since deleted twitter correct because he thought it was a good idea to uh Come at us, if you will. And uh, Janai Broom <laughs> tweeted him a little clown emoji. And then J- Javon Quinterly quickly went to settings and delete account. <laughs> so the context was uh, a fan had, had, had tweeted something along the lines, uh, something positive about Auburn basketball. And there was some chirping going on in, in, in the mentions. And Javon Quinterly decided that he was going to inform uh, Auburn fans to expect to lose by 30 in the jungle. Okay, let's dissect that for a second. <laughs> Nobody's walking into Auburn Arena and losing by and, and beating Auburn by thirty. Not with this team. Not under Bruce Pearl. Uh, that's just it's not going to happen ever again. Uh, now let's move forward at the fact that one of Alabama's seventeenth year seniors, Quinterly's been there forever. Yeah, so very um, often you see a five-year, five-star. Yeah, absolutely absurd. Yeah. Chirping on that level, it's dumb. 
uh, living limits. I'm all for talking trash and saying, you know, we're going to see about it. Like I'm all for that stuff. I'm all for it. Like, um, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. I absolutely love trash talk. I, it's part of the game. It makes, it makes it more entertaining. You do cross a threshold, Dylan, where it becomes stupidity. This, 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 this young man, um, who I, I, I respect for Javon Quinterly. You know, he's, he's doing his best to, to, this, to put together a content. It's kind of weird to call me young man. Yeah. Okay. He's this dude, your age. He's my age. I have a ton of respect for this, this, this dude. Um, but he loaded himself into a catapult and threw himself over that threshold. <laughs> and he deleted his Twitter account, which I can't mention enough because Janai Broom ended this man's Twitter account. By posting a photo of a clown. By posting an emoticon of a clown. That's right. Emoticon. <laughs> How about an emoji? The emoji movie has traumatized this man. <laughs> and now every time he sees that emoji, he's going to be like, dang, I got to delete another social media account before Janai Broom <laughs> I it's it'd be so easy just to say he blocked him because you know Janine Broom, but yeah, oh that's good. He swept him right off Twitter. You're so <laughs> Dylan's rolling with the dad jokes tonight. I actually I think it's gonna wrap up our show. Hope you guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed our Twitter moment of Auburn Twitter moment of the week. We're gonna try to make sure that that's uh, that's well, we're gonna make sure that that's a weekly thing. But if something cool pops up on Twitter, I think we're trying to in- incorporate that um, throughout each, each segment because. Auburn fans, you guys are nuts, um, and we love you wholeheartedly uh, because you're hilarious on the Bird app. Um, sometimes there's small civil wars within the Auburn fan base. We will talk about that right now. Uh, thankfully, there's no tor- turmoil within the football program. I just knocked on wood. Uh, so it's a ton of fun. It's always really entertaining. And I uh, I would also – I'm going to talk to Dylan live pitch, ready for the live pitch, um, about sharing our favorite meme of the week um, on on our Twitter. So, oh, I love that. Yeah, I figured I as much. All we'll, we'll go through the the the, the post game, assuming Auburn wins. I'm in into hoops and sharing our favorite memes. <laughs> I'm trying to find the uh, the entry level version. Oh, there it is. There it is. The uh, first entry of that. For those of you watching the the video podcast, you see the college the the college loop will discuss or speak in detail about your. Well, speak in length about, in your, length loss, about your loss to which Auburn. I make sure to post for every game we win. If you're watching on, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you go check it out on the Twitter. You can go to um, just our media, and it'll be in replies. It's wild. You can just look us up on any social media except for MySpace because it's not a thing anymore. But just look up the College Loop. Uh, it's not spelled weird in any way, shape, or form. It's just the College Loop. That's and, a that's a great little little segue. What do you say? Check us all out on social medias and check both of us out on social media. Check us both out. I mean, you can't really see our name on this one, uh, just my name. But uh, yeah, I'm at your boy the tank on Twitter. That is at y a b o i the tank. I want to spell it all out. <laughs> <laughs> and I am at by Harrison Tar on Twitter. You can find my written work at the Auburn Daily. You can find both Dylan and I on the Auburn Daily podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Some combination of Dylan and I or Dylan and Lance Daw, Dylan Lance Daw, uh, Lindsey Crosby, and myself. Uh, there will be a combination of those those personalities uh, at. But also check out the Tuesday and Thursday versions, just to get more. Oh yeah, no, definitely. If you I'm, uh, if you need a break from our voice, we get it. Um, and make sure I'll go and plug as well. Make sure you check out our uh, our colleague Zach uh, Zach Blackerby's work at the Locked On Auburn podcast. That's every single day, every morning. Your first listen every morning. Um, make sure you check us out on all of our socials. Uh, you're missing at Daniel J. Locke. It is his birthday, so go shoot him a tweet. Uh, happy late birthday to at Daniel J. Locke. And I'll let you get us out of here. What do you say? Well, thank you for listening to the College Loop Podcast. <laughs>